Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening? Good morning. Whatever time you're listening or watching this, I just want to say buckle up. Buckle up today. Buckle up today. The time has come. Awakening to your God-given destiny. So I'm going to ask you a question. If you were sleeping and you had to wake up, how would you do it? Ask that one more time. If you were sleeping or imagine yourself sleeping and you had to wake up, how would you do it? <laughs> it's a really good question. Because you can't wake yourself up as, you know, in 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 the state of consciousness. That is, you don't wake up. Con you don't just wake up. You wake up by becoming more conscious. Because when you're sleeping, you're not conscious. Like literally, you're not aware of the fact that it went from nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night to four o'clock in the morning to five o'clock in the morning. There's a period of time where you lost time. You didn't even know you were asleep. Well, you knew you went to sleep, but you were unaware of how long it really was until you became conscious of that time. So the time is now awakening to your God-given destiny requires an awakening. It requires an awakening. And so if it requires an awakening, then how do you wake up? just want to read something for you that I believe will set some context to where we're going today. It's found in Esther chapter four. Esther chapter four, 13 and 14. And it starts and it says, then he sent back an answer. This is Mordecai talking to Esther. And he said, you live in the king's palace, but don't think that don't think that just because you are there, you will be the only Jew who will escape. Verse 14. What if you don't say anything at this time? So now Mordecai is challenging Esther because she's sleeping. She doesn't really know what's happening. What if you don't say anything at this time? And I'm reading this from the um, New International Reader's Version. Then help for the Jews will come from another place. But you and your family will die. Who knows? It's possible that you became queen 
for a time just like this. This is a powerful, and, and many believers um, have, have come to this awakening, these, this text that's been sitting there in our faces for many years. You have Esther and she's in the palace and Esther just so happened to become queen. Esther's sleeping. Esther's not aware of what's happening. Esther's not aware of what's coming. Esther's not aware of the fact that she has a destiny. Esther's not aware of anything that God is doing except the fact that now she's in the palace. She's like, how did I become queen? Was she the most beautiful? I don't know. We don't know if she was the most beautiful, but for some reason, she was chosen. Like, one queen gets kicked out, and then for some reason, the queen chooses her. I want you to think about that. God chooses you. God chooses you for such a time as this. God chooses you for something very specific for his people. But we're asleep. We're unaware. Esther is in the palace and, you know, she's she's becoming queen or she became the queen and she's just probably in there like, why am I here? And, you know, taking in, she's got the better food and she's got the better house. And, you know, she she's got now she's got people waiting on her. She's like, wow, this is amazing. But now but at the end of the day, she's probably feeling bad because because, you know, her you know, her family's not there, except she has this one. One person is one uncle who's there, Mordecai, and Mordecai, but Mordecai is not loved by one of the king's people. But Mordecai is kind of awake, and he's like, man, something's happening here, Esther. This is not usual. This is, this is unusual for one of us to be in the palace, for one of us to be in a position that may have a little power. See, God is interesting when it comes to the things that he wants us to do um, because he puts you, he puts you smack dab, smack, I know that's interesting, smack dab in the middle of things that you, you may be looking at saying to yourself, well, is this really supposed to happen? I was having a conversation with my wife, Jenny. Good morning, Jenny, if you're listening to this today. Um, having a conversation with my wife. Jenny, and we're talking, and I said, you know, honey, we've, and I just told her, I said, you think you just chose to be where you are? Puts us there. God puts us there. God, God put us in a field. God put Esther in a field. He put her in a royal field. He said, I'm going to make her a queen. Now, what was happening in her life prior? What was happening in her life prior? See, this is the part that, that we're going to get, I think we're going to get down and dirty, like, like the next few years on this topic, because the Bible is written without giving you all the details. It doesn't tell you what Esther's life was before. It doesn't talk about anything that she did, except all of a sudden she shows up and then she becomes the queen. And, and the story happens so fast, literally verses are many years. And then with and we're trying to and we're trying to extrapolate all the context and we're trying to extrapolate all the information and all the knowledge and the wisdom inside the story. And uh, for some reason, we're just, but we're missing pieces. So what God does. You choose. 
That's what it feels like. You choose, we chose a field. Or we're going to the accounting field. What is, what is that really? What is accounting? I've been researching accounting and I'm going to tell you what it is in one word. Are you ready for this? I'm not sure if you are. Accounting is accountability. That's what accounting is. Accounting is the process of accountability. And there's many, there's many areas of accountability for accounting to process. It's just that when you choose to become an accountant, you choose to be, you choose to be in a one realm of account of accountability, which is financial money. And I remember when I was young, I was really young. Um, we used to live in Newark, New Jersey, if you're familiar. And in Newark, uh, we lived in North Newark. And in North, the northern part of Newark, um, there's a street. It was Oraton Street, O-R-A-T-O-N, Oraton Street, smack dab in between Chester. I think it was Chester, Ave Chester Avenue and Broadway and on Oriton Street, the number of the house was 77, 77 Oriton Street. And we lived in this two bedroom apartment. There's, you know, me, my brother Reggie, and my brother Willie, mom and dad, five of us in a two bedroom apartment. And soon after, like, you know, when I turned 10, there's little Joe that showed up. So there were six of us at one point that lived in a two-bedroom apartment, 77 Orton Street. And so at Orton Street, I remember, and I don't know if it was my grandmother's fault. She always was talking about money. <laughs> my grandma was always talking about money she didn't have, money that she would have loved to have. Um, but she was always talking about money. If I had a little dollar, she'd say, hey, slap something on me. I'm like, Aren't you my grandma? Shouldn't you be giving me some money? And so money just kind of got embedded into my spirit, which, you know, I just thought, you know, it's just money. Right. And one day I saw this $20 bill. My dad had this $20 bill in his wallet. And it was so crisp. I was like, oh, my goodness. I took the $20. I, I said, let me borrow. I, I went and borrowed the $20 bill, stuck it underneath my pillow to sleep now during the night dad came back because they knew you know i like to play with play with the money sometime and they came and pulled it out and put it back in his wallet but i put that crisp 20 dollars underneath my pillow and i thought this was oh man this is good because i knew money is in my future i don't know like i always wanted the house i always wanted to have finer things but didn't understand this thing that was coming, this accounting, this accountability, this, this, this new way of looking at money. And then you fast forward. And then the moment comes when you're, when I'm 17 and I choose, oh, I like accounting. Oh, let me try it. Let me try accounting. And then you try it. And then, and then one day you get your, you know, you say, I'm going to be a CPA. Then you become that. And then, and you just move and move and move, but you forget that there's a destiny attached to these decisions that we've been making all these years. 
See, we don't know the life of Esther. We don't know all the decisions. Maybe Esther one day was, you know, like, man, I'm going to be the queen and I'm going to be royal. Maybe she was at one point thinking she would be famous. Maybe she was. Let's just assume that she was thinking she would be famous and it happened. But she didn't understand what, man, I don't know, what, 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 why am I really here? And, you know, let's just read the last, that last verse one more time. What if, in this part you don't see, what if you don't say anything at this time, Esther? Then help for the Jews will come from another place. So in essence, Mordecai is saying, well, if you don't do anything, then I guess it's somehow God has got to do something. Because Mordecai is believing. But he says, but wait a second, but you and your family would die. Who knows? It's possible that you became the queen. It's possible that you are in the field that you're in for such a time. Is this. See, guys, if you're going to awaken to your destiny, if you're going to awaken to your God-given destiny, I'm going to write this down. You have to become that there is a destiny. You have to become aware that there is a destiny. Aware. Awareness. I heard one of my good mentors, Myron Golden, say, you know, earlier this year that, oh, it's not that people, people, aren't able to do things or become rich or whatever. It's the awareness that is the most important factor when it comes to doing something. You have to be aware. And so if you're thinking about your God-given destiny, awakening, you have to become aware that it's time to wake up. Like, you know how when you're sleeping and you're dreaming and then and the dream is getting good and you realize, man, it must be time to get up. You know, and, and so and so now you're like, oh, man, I, I want to get up because the dream feels so good. It's like you you have a dream. The dream feels so good. Just like, oh, man, this dream is good. It feels better to dream than to actually do the dream. Uh Oh, did I just say that it feels better to dream than to do the dream? Why does it feel better to dream? Because you don't have to do anything in a dream. All you got to do is imagine it. But imagining is good. You should imagine this destiny. You should imagine awakening and, and, and doing all the things. But just like Esther, the thing that Esther had to do was make a decision. Write that down. She had to make a decision. So it's the awareness and you're going to make a big decision. She had to make a decision to do something that could have gotten her killed. Go read the story, Esther. What was going to get her killed? She had to go to the king. She had to go to the king. Even though she's the queen, she just can't show up at the king's palace. You get killed for just showing up, walking in. There was, there was laws. She would be breaking the law. Check this out. She had to break the law in order to do what was in her heart. She knew she had to do something. She had to break the law. And she went. 
And the story goes that she did break the law, but she didn't immediately tell the tell the king. And so that's why you want to go back and read it, because I'm not here to give you the whole story. I just want you to understand that this awakening must happen. How do you awake? You got to become aware that you sleep. And then you got to make a decision, right? You make a decision to get up. And then when you make that decision, then it's, well, what do I do from here? Because now all like, oh my goodness, like there's there's some stuff that's about to go down. It's gonna it's gonna seem hard. Like, you know, I think about shutting down the podcast and coming back. But now the podcast is, is it had to change. I had to do something different. I had to come up with different topics. And you know, I realized that the podcast is based on biblical principles. And so to use biblical principles every single time that I open my mouth, because really you have to know. There's nothing, there's no J more than healthy accountant without these biblical principles. I had to become aware that I was sleeping. I was sleeping even though I was doing something. I had not quite awakened fully into my destiny. Then once I became aware, I went into the cocoon and, you know, as I'm coming out of the cocoon, I become aware that, wow, it's time to be the butterfly. It's time to fly. No more caterpillar. It's time to live the God-given destiny. Awareness, decision, right? And in that awareness and in that decision, you then move into the phase where where you actually, you're living out what God has given you, what, what God has been, been birthing in you all this time. See, because there's something that God's been birthing in you that, that you've been, you know, you've had it all along. Now that you've become conscious, you're out of your sleep and you're looking around, you're like, wow, life is different. Life for Esther became different because once she realized that, oh, I'm not just here because I wanted to be famous. I'm not just here because I'm just, you know, so popular and I'm so beautiful. And this was always my dream to be, you know, to be in the king's palace. No, no, no. I'm here because of my destiny. And it took a really big decision. She had to break the law. She had to break the law in order for her destiny to be fulfilled. Are you willing to do some unconventional things in fulfilling your God-given destiny today? The time is now. Awaken. Awaken out of your sleep today. Become aware. Make a decision. Be willing to do whatever it takes so that your God-given destiny is fulfilled for such a time as this, guys. What an awesome and incredible time to be alive. My name is Jim Moore. I'm the healthy accountant. My life's mission and purpose is to help people account for their life here on this podcast. And if you're in business, account 
for your business. Guys, I appreciate you. I love you. And I will see you back here on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.